an Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. Enjoying every moment, like enjoying the sun, enjoying the elements, enjoying the presence, enjoying our beauty, enjoying our youth, enjoying what we actually have in this moment now, because this moment will never come back. Like Mm -hmm. this is what people don't realize. They are living their lives for granted. They are taking everything for granted, but actually they don't realize that every moment that passes in your life is not coming back and it's such a unique moment. But when you are connecting to it, when you are giving gratitude for it, valuing it, when you are appreciating it, when you are so grateful to the universe that you can breathe, you can live, you can experience life, that you have an experience, you chose a life experience that is so unique. There are so many non-physical beings that they were not able to come physical form and there was so much excitement for them to come so we chose it for a reason but if we don't find the reason if we don't find our sole purpose if we are not connecting to our essence it's a story that is just flowing like a river very fast and then it stops welcome to the stark transformation show i'm your host amy stark in this show i'll be sharing messages of hope healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Livia DeVee, and she is a channeler of the Archerian Council of Light, and she just signed a contract with Mind Valley to do some meditations with them, so that's pretty awesome. You help people to uplevel their consciousness, and you are bringing all the information we need to know about what new earth is going to look like, how we can navigate this new earth. And even what, what does that mean? What new earth? Like what, how can that even be possible? Right now we are obviously in a pandemic or coming out of the pandemic, however you want to look at it. I am very curious to hear what the Arturian Council of Light has to say about how we're doing down here, because sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? But I know that we are getting through it and we are up leveling our consciousness for sure. It's the dark night of the soul. Like, let's just be honest. That's what it is. New Earth is closer than we think, I think. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm delighted to be here. And thank you for this beautiful introduction and also presenting the reality of our day-to-day lives and what is happening on this planet. I'm, I'm excited to be sharing with you and with your audience more about my perspective about what is actually happening on this planet, how we can actually connect deeper to our heart consciousness and help each other evolve even even more into a deeper state of uh, connection and oneness, unity consciousness. So indeed, the pandemic was a big lesson for humanity, if I can say like that. And uh, yes. yesterday I had a conversation with my students in one of my programs and they were asking me the same question. It's like, 
the question that they ask me is that we know the negative effects of COVID, but what were the positive effects actually? What we actually we have learned from that experience? That was such a brilliant question that I received yesterday during the call. And I would like to actually like speak a little bit more about that and expand. Sure. Because I feel like humanity went through, there are always challenges and there are always initiations and transformations that we need to go through as a human race in order to evolve. And every challenge, it's very difficult at the beginning because we know we are facing the unknown and we have to go through layers and levels and dimensions of, of fear as well to actually connect to that and allow it to integrate and allow it to become friends with what we are afraid or, or with the unknown. And I feel like what we have learned from this experience with COVID is humanity went into the underworld, went into the dark night of the soul. They went into the deeper layers of their cellular memory. They went into the deeper layers of the density within the bodies. And I think we transcended as as individual and collective level the fear of death and the fear of dying because indeed many people have passed away because of this, but others, they were able actually to transcend at the physical, emotional, energetic level, this fear that actually is the biggest fear of of every human uh, being because we don't know what is beyond that. We don't know what's happening beyond life. We release the fear from the cellular memory. Everything starts to be rewritten, you know, at, at the cellular level. And we released like a lot of trauma and a lot of like generational trauma. And, and a lot of things had been released, which actually allowed us as individual and collective to provide higher frequencies and allow our consciousness to merge more with our bodies. And I feel like we have transcended, but also in the same time ascended and went a little bit further into like a step a step forward into, into this evolutionary process that humanity is actually going through. Because challenges that we are faced at the collective level as being lessons, but also a catalyst for transformation. And I feel like this time it was, we have transformed. When someone had COVID for the first time, like every human being is is faced with that deep deep fear of dying, okay? Because it's, it's just, you don't know if you are going to make it, right? So you don't know how your body, immune system is going to react. But when you have this COVID the second time, like you are so fast going through it. And the third time is like so fast going through it. And because we are transcending the fear and the body, and there is a program in our subconscious mind that is created that is telling the body that doesn't need to go in flight and fight anymore. We are actually going into that space of transcending fear and everything is becoming easier and easier and flowing and flowing. So I feel like through this process, we have achieved a higher level of consciousness and awareness. Yes. And I definitely saw that when we were first going through this, a lot of grief was being released. And that goes along with what you were saying, the the upgrading of the cells and the body and the memory and changing our energy field. So it also helped us to rearrange our thinking about the planet and what needs to stay and what can go, right? In terms of systems and ways of being. Yeah. So, so how are we doing (laughs) two and a half years in or whatever it's been? I like what you have said that this pandemic, what humanity went through, it was a collapse of the whole systems and an introduction of, of the new. Actually, we have seen what is working and what is not working. And I feel like this experience that we had at collective level helped us to actually have a perspective beyond our immediate reality and to see how the limitations that we have faced within the medical system and the social and economical crisis, like especially the social crisis and also the cultural crisis, many countries, they had to stay isolated, right? And not 
not be connected to community anymore, to not be connected to the tribe anymore, to not be connected to parents and brothers and sisters. So we went through experiencing different aspects of the old systems from the old paradigm of existence that actually we have seen the limitations of them and we are moving into creating and reforming a, a new system and new realities that are actually helping us more. And I've, I've seen like how people went through this transformation and also how they awakened, like many people really open up their eyes and, and start to see and have deep insights and realizations about their lives, about how they are relating with their community. How are actually they are living their, their lives? Like how isolated actually they were in their own lives without realizing it. I feel like this came as, as a beautiful transformative experience. And I like that during this big episode that we are still recovering from it now. I see many people having a deeper wisdom and being more awake and more aware and more responsible. And they are seeing reality and their own existence in a different perspective. And it really changed the value system. This is what I like. It really reformed the entire value system. People actually connected to what really matters to them now. It was a pattern interruption of their lives. They came back and realized that there are so many other important things in their lives that they thought that they were like they didn't pay attention before like people mm-hmm. really slowed down and they came back to their health they came back to their heart consciousness they they start to reconnect back to their families and they start to come back to communities they start to come back to the land when the entire pandemic happened i was in bali and i was living there and i decided to go on on a little island which is 30 minutes by boat of bali and it was incredible speaking with the local people there like the balinese people and observing their behavior they were celebrating the fact that they can be with their families and kids and for the first time after maybe 20 years they were starting to come back to the land and create permaculture sites and also live from the land and before they didn't do that because they were busy with the tourists Indonesia and Bali especially it's it's the economy is based on tourism there so I've seen like the impact of different levels but also seeing how people are actually coming back into into a more organic way of connection to our humanity but also to Gaia consciousness and learning from from the earth once again and this shows our capacity to adapt but also what really matters in the end You know, like, what are the values that create the foundation of our existence? And I've seen people that have transformed and changed incredibly in all over the world. And especially in in the most, like, in in the big cities and how people actually start to relate to their work, with the way they start to to relate to their colleagues. And things are changing. And I love that. I love that uh, we are always moving evolving, transforming and embodying new versions of ourselves. And we as a species, we have such a beautiful way of letting ourselves to surrender to this transformation and learn that the old ways will always change. That change is the only constant in life. And Mm -hmm. we will be faced, humanity, with many other challenges and initiations in the future. But how we are actually responding to it at individual and collective level is actually what truly matters. And I feel like this was a lesson of unity because I've seen people coming together more than before. Yeah, so after everyone came out from lockdown, there was there was like people literally came back into, into unity. And that was a beautiful example. 
Right. Sometimes you have to have things taken away from you in order to realize how much you appreciate it. My family, we're watching Alone. It's a show on Netflix. And these people are out in the wilderness by themselves and for extended periods of time. And the things that they talk about, like how they miss their family and how they've taken for granted their partner and their health, like they they realize like I have to leave because I, I value my health so much that now it's getting to the point where it might never come back. So you just hear these these bits of wisdom and it's similar to what we went through with the pandemic like I remember hearing from people who I thought were like so awake and aware being like I didn't realize how much I needed connection I'm like really like that's why we're here on this planet is for connection and support and love and things like that so yeah, it, it, it is. And, that, and they talk about that, actually, the isolation being probably one of the hardest things in the show is not having that human connection and that they have to overcome their mind thinking about the missing piece of their life. So based on what you're telling me, it sounds like we're doing a good job. Do, we does are. The RG, okay, <laughs> good. Okay, so the Arturian Council of Life, first of all, like, can you explain who they are? The Arturian Council of Light is a star civilization that they exist in a non-physical form as a collective consciousness in the seventh dimension. They are traveling interdimensionally and they are supporting the ascension of planet Earth as many other civilizations are in Galactic Federation and star nations. And I am a channel for them. I am a I'm facilitating their transmissions through my physical body and I am part of their councils. My consciousness, my soul is part of this unity, this collective consciousness. And I'm here to help humanity actually to connect more to their heart consciousness and to awaken to the realization that they are already empowered, beautiful, sovereign beings here to co-create heaven on earth. So the Arcturian Council is very technical in kind. They, they come with like healing technology and quantum tools and, and different beautiful technologies that are shared with humanity for us to shift our consciousness. Everything exists into the four-dimensional form. So all the technologies are in energetic form. One day they will be in physical form but they are giving us a different type of technology a different level for that it can work in different dimensions and level of consciousness so for example the chambers of light can be used for people that are not awakened in healing their physical bodies but other tools can be used without people that are not awakened because they have to go through the journey and they to raise their, their frequency in order to access higher dimensional technology that can be used to accelerate their upgrading their DNA or light bodies or accelerating the evolution of their consciousness. So they are giving us everything for everyone. Like wherever we are in our journeys, it's it's incredible. And they are giving everything to everyone that is going to help individually and collectively shift into the highest timeline of existence and they are teaching us about multidimensionality and how we can co-create versions of ourselves that exist into the quantum field at multidimensional level and to understand that this reality is not the only one that we exist and there are infinite possibilities and an expansive field of co-creation that they are bringing to us and into, into our knowledge. It's very interesting because all the teachings that I'm transmitting from them is impacting the individual but also the collective reality. So there is a wave of knowledge that is also transmitted to the collective consciousness. And I love that so many people are awakening and start connecting their soul and star families and they start co-creating with them. When we are speaking about star nations or, or star beings, it's not a new thing anymore or it's, it's not something like so unknown for some 
there, like there are people in in the third dimension where that they never heard about this and for them it's new but for most of us like the ones that we are awakened and we are navigating each other fields and realities within this collective tribe we have the same understanding and we are able to receive the same information so the actorian council of light is co-creating with me my divine soul mission on planet earth I had been activated into doing this work in 2016. Before that, I worked for 15 years in corporations. So this was not planned, if I can say like right. that. <laughs> it just happened, but I feel like I have signed a contract before incarnation. And it was a moment in time when I had to be activated in my soul mission in order to open up my channel to, to the connection to the Arcturian Council and, and start to transmit these codes for humanity and actively participate in the ascension process on this planet. I feel like I had a different life before and it was because I had a corporate job and I was very successful in that area and I never believed that my life would be like I didn't even imagine my life that I'm living now but it, it just happened and I'm so happy that when the change and transformation came I didn't run away and I actually accepted and I allowed it and I allowed the transformation to flow through me and I didn't create any resistance because I had such a high curiosity about what this thing can be <laughs> so it was a beautiful journey so the Arcturian Council is with us all. They are omnipresent. And it's so interesting because every person that is connecting to me, they are connecting to them and they are creating this beautiful web of light within the crystalline grids of the air and the earth and the sea. And they are able to have so many people in the same time. So it's it's a beautiful co-creation, if I can say like that, with the Arcturian Council. And I feel very blessed to have them as my guides, my friends, my family of light and soul family and just co-creating with me every day of my life because this is how we flow together. So when you are channeling them, what do they feel like? Or do you hear words or is it just a knowingness? How do you get the information? So I'm a trans channel, which means that I go into a trance and they are flowing through my physical body and my voice is changing. Their expression is flowing through me. My consciousness is out. So I have no, I'm completely gone. And when I'm coming back, I'm back. But I don't know how many hours I, I trans-channel. So when I come back for me, it's like in and out. But for in linear time, it feels like it's two hours, one hour, three hours. Depends mm -hmm. what they need to transmit and what they are actually doing. And I have to listen always to the recordings, students, because <laughs> I never know what's happening. So when I come back, I have to learn about it. But they are downloading in the same time I'm trans-channeling. They are downloading in my energetic field the entire transmission. So that download is coding my body and there is a knowing. I come back with a knowing. I feel like I, I live that experience because my physical body is living in a part of my consciousness is, but I'm not fully present consciously here. So I'm into another space and then they are able to come through and stream to me. I think it's a very unique way of trans-channeling because I've seen many channelers and trans-channelers on the planet that they are opening their channel, but they are still conscious when I trans-channel, I'm completely gone. So I don't know what's happening in the space. And when I was doing workshops with people, now I'm running mostly online programs. But when I was doing workshops with people, before I started trans-channeling, I was, I was a little bit afraid because it's like, what if someone is hurting me during the transmission? I'm not in the body. So it's only the body and there is no control over whatever is happening in the outside environment. 
I was like transitioning for a lot of people in the space. But I learned to surrender. Like this is how I allowed. It was a process for me when they came through for me to actually surrender to them and to surrender to knowing that I'm going to be safe and sound where I, where my consciousness is going and I, it's, I'm always coming back. And I'm always coming back into a new version of myself. I like that they are quantum shifting me into a new version that is still connected to parallel timelines and, and realities and there's still a linearity of my past so I always remember who I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not jumping into another version that is completely disconnected. <laughs> That's <laughs> so awesome. I have a recollection of my past and everything, when I come back, everything is the same. It's right. like, okay, I'm this person and like I have I remember this history and I still call my mother and yeah, the, the, the reality is the same. And I like that they are not, I'm coming still back into this physicality. And it was a process for me to fully surrender to this way. In 2016, I was, was the first contact with them. In 2017, 18, I started to actually bring these teachings to the world. It took me one year for a, to recalibrate uh, from 2016, 2017 to recalibrate within the space of trans-channeling. It was layers and layers and layers of surrendering where I need to let go in order for them to really come through me. I, yeah, I know how hard that is to really fully let go. I've definitely done some channeling and I, I prefer to do automatic writing. So just allowing the words to come out through my fingertips on the computer. Using the voice is very hard for me. Yeah, that, I don't know. I just it, it's I've definitely seen it several times where somebody their voice changes. But what I noticed with my writing is that the tonality and words that I use are totally different than what I would be using. So you can tell that it's not me. That's really cool. So, but I'm confused. Hold on. I just have one quick question. You did say you were working in the corporate field and then you went to this, but like, what was your dark night of the soul? Cause like, did you, were you just like so stressed out that you were like, I'm going to start meditating. And then you had first contact or like, what, what did that look like? So everything happened in 2016. I actually, I had a burnout at work, if I can say like that. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a burnout, but I, I think it was because it, I fainted on the couch. And when I woke up in like from that, I started to hear multiple voices in my head, like my brain got restarted. And oh, wow. I had that for six months. And then the Actrian Council came through. The, the Sirius Council was the ones that they, they made the first contact. So Sirius trained me for a while. And then the Actrian Council went, went through. But actually, in physical court, the persons that I work with, they said that that was not, there were not signs of the burnout, but I just know that it was a moment in time when I got activated and I didn't do anything. It was just instantly, like I didn't meditate it. I didn't do yoga. I didn't drink plant medicine. I didn't do anything. I was just living my normal life. And one day it was like, bang, my wow. head this. It's very, it was very powerful and I had to stay, like to stay super connected to the reality because everything was changing super fast. From the moment where my mind was restarted, I started to meet the right people. Like it was, I was placed into a chain of alignment and synchronicities that the right people came in my life. And I had these earth angels that guided me step by step, step by step into actually allowing this transformation for me to happen. So I feel like I was lucky from that point of view. The Arcturian Council and Sirius Council, they created this space for me to feel safe within everything that was rearranging in my reality. 
So I was at the time in Ireland and I was working for a corporation where I had big responsibilities. So I woke up in the morning and I had a call with 25 people that was waiting for me online, which were part of my team. We were working you know, on a project in Armenia. And it was, I still remember it was like six o'clock in the morning. I was getting ready to open up my laptop, jump on a call. And suddenly I fainted with no reason on the couch. And I woke up one hour later. And when I woke up one hour later, I, I started to hear these millions of people speaking in my head and was like so busy. It was like a busyness, like multiple voices that I couldn't actually get one message out of it. There are multiple messages. It was just noise. I'm a very logical person. I used to be very logical in the past. Now things have changed. But like when I see things like this, I'm, I'm very practical in ways I take decisions and action. So the first thing I, I did, I pick up the phone, although it was like very busy here. And I called my manager and I said, hey, like there is something wrong happening with me. I think I'm going through a burnout. I'm hearing people speaking in my head and I need to take a break. And my manager at that time is like, okay, just take a break as much as you want and tell me when you are fixed and come back. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to this general practitioner in that day and I, I was explaining to her what's going on. And she was like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I think you need to see another person. So I started to send messages to different friends And one friend of mine recommended me a psychiatrist. And it's like, he's like, I think you should see this person. And it's like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I am losing my mind. Maybe I should go and see a psychiatrist. So I went and I see this guy. And I was so lucky because he was awakened and he had a very, like a big experience within the awakening and within the ascension field. And he was a very powerful presence and he was a psychologist and psychiatrist and listened to me for a couple of hours in that day. And it's like, Hey, Livia, you are not crazy. You're not from a mental institution. You are just awakening. And I was looking at him and I didn't know anything about what awakening is, like nothing. And I was looking at him and it's like, what do you mean I'm awakening? I'm awake. I'm speaking with you. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So this is how everything started. And he, he did help me to actually anchor this transformation and to stay grounded in my physical body. So I had to say I took off work. I couldn't go back to work because it, I was in a huge phase. Where like my mind was restarted. My, my physical body was like I was receiving downloads and upgrades. So I took a time, six months, I actually stayed. I, I didn't work. And then I tried to go back and I couldn't go back. And that was the moment when I resigned and I let go of my entire life, like 15 years working in in this. I was grieving that because I I worked so hard for so many years to build that. Like, whoa, I build a life that I have to completely let go. And I I have to start something that I don't even know where it's going to take me. I don't even know what this is. And it was a big transformation, but I I just surrendered. And I've seen like friends, like leaving my my field. My family was not on my side. I was walking alone on that path with the council, only with the Korean council and serious council. And I was, I I had so much trust and so much devotion because I could feel the potentiality of it, but I didn't know how to bring that to the world. It was just a trust, like a trust that you have in your, the deeper layers of your being that you can't explain in words, but you know that that's the right thing you need to do. Yep. 
So yes, and I, I walked that path and I was trained for one year. I stayed in this Irish cottage in the middle of the nowhere in Ireland. <laughs> My first neighbor was one kilometer away. It's, it was like in the middle of the nowhere. And I was trained by the city council day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night about like everything what human consciousness is. And I, I felt like I never took plant medicine, but what I have heard from uh, from people and the way when I connect now with the uh, ayahuasca, for example, because I'm right. able to connect energetically with it. I know the experience that ayahuasca is taking people through. I felt like I was in a plant journey for a year because I was not grounded in one reality. They're always shifting and changing me. And after one year of transformation, my channel had opened and the Arcturian Council came through. So it was a preparation with Sirius first and then the Arcturian Council came through when I was, my frequency was elevated and I was ready to receive them because the Arcturian frequencies, they are very precise, mathematically precise on how they enter vessels. They are not connecting to everyone or Mm -hmm. they don't have this type of connection when they flow through the body completely, them. So it was a lot of rewiring in my subconscious and conscious mind. They taught me, Sirius Council taught me a lot about realities and how everything is constructing how is everything architecting like quantum fields different dimensions parallel alternate timelines like they took me through different trainings in order for me to actually have an embodied experience if i can say like that because all these energies were coming to my body and i would i was feeling i live those experiences i i I don't even know but they downloaded codexes of light at some point they told me it's like you are done it's like you are full like you can't take more and it was so interesting (laughs) because because it was a point in time where i understood why Sirius passed me to the Arcturian council and they told me we can't give you more because i was i was going so high so fast and I felt like I was losing connection to the physical plane of existence. And I was only operating in the higher dimensions. And I was not interested anymore what was going on here. I was mm, yeah. there. I see in India there are like, like gurus and different teachers over thousands of years that they taught about oneness and unity consciousness, that they didn't care so much about their physical bodies. They were just in the oneness frequency and they were looking at their bodies, how it's deteriorating and dying, but they didn't care because they were they transcended that state of physical existence and they knew that if they are physical and non-physical, it doesn't matter anymore because they are connected to the source energy and the one is frequency. And I felt like I was going there and the Arcturian Council was like, no, you have a mission on earth. You need to stay in your physical body. You have to bring these codes into planet earth. You can't just go and transcend your existence. Because for me, I was, it was so easy already. It's like, I didn't care if I was alive or, or, or dying or, because it was in a, I was in a space of transcendence anyway. Mm-hmm. So it felt like what I, like, my, my mission on this planet was not to be that type of teacher, like to teach about one as consciousness and go in my rainbow light body and transcend my existence, but, you know, to actually stay in the physical body and bring this through, through all spectrum of dimensions, like from the seven to fifth to fourth dimensional bridge to the third dimension. And it was a journey. It was it was a journey because it was like my journey was a journey of ascension and a journey of dissension in the physical body. There were years where I, I stayed and lived in isolated islands because it was the only space where I could live and I was not so social. I didn't like to be so much with people because I was having an existence that were more fulfilling in a non-physical than physical. And when my higher self descended in my physical body, 
I actually was able to bring myself back from the fifth dimensional consciousness into the third dimensional consciousness in physical form and be able to operate in all environments. For example, like years ago, even two years ago, I, I couldn't stay in a city. Like I couldn't approach a city energetic field. I was so sensitive to the 5Gs or electromagnetic field and everything. That's how right. the density of it was too much for me. I'm in the center of Honolulu, in the zero points of Honolulu, where there is density here. It's a city. It has the same blueprint as any other big city of, of, of this planet. And I'm not affected by 5G. I'm not affected by anything. Like I can feel those frequencies, but I'm not affected by them and this is amazing because this 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 came with my descendants in, in my physical body i'm able to operate in all environments without being affected i feel like i'm i'm not people are saying maybe you are invisible it's like no i'm not invisible actually i'm so grounded in my physical form that i'm able to let this frequency flow through me and they are not staying in my energetic field and i i, I don't know exactly how that happened but Actually, last year when I was in Kauai on another island of Hawaii, these descendants, fully descendants happened. My higher self came back into my body fully and I'm able to operate in everywhere, like everywhere, all around the world. I'm able to travel. I'm able to actually connect with people. It's so interesting, Ami, because before I was only able to attract in my reality people that were awakened and they were on the fourth and fifth dimensional level of consciousness. I couldn't have a conversation or relate with people in the third dimension, the ones that were not, not awakened. I was not able to have a conversation with them. I couldn't find the words. My frequency was a different frequency than theirs and we couldn't merge. We couldn't match. And now I'm able to relate to people in the third dimension. They are hearing me, seeing me, like receiving me it's just very different and i feel like i'm able to serve the very like different level now because even with the ones i didn't quite like the fact that i was not able to relate before with people at that level because i feel my mission is to help everyone wherever mm -hmm. they are with no judgments at, at the level of consciousness where they are for the ones that are not ready yet to take the journey, there are seeds that are planted in their consciousness for them to take the journey in their own pace, in their own time. But I feel like we are here to actually inspire people, everyone, wherever they are in their journeys, to show them that if one day they are ready, there is another path that they can walk. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you're saying is so beautiful and you're so eloquent. I do also love the way that you write. I've read a lot of your posts and your blog and things like that. And you do just have a great way of saying things. I've definitely gone through that where you're like so much happier to be up there and it feels more natural than it does to be in the human body. But it's important that we get embodied in order to do the work that we're here. And I remember when I was doing, it was like five healings a day, five days a week. I would tell people like, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster and I can't do it anymore. Like I can't have that, like go up and then be up there and then come back down. Like it was just over and over and over again every day. And I was becoming too much. I have not gone into isolation like you, though I have thought about it just to see what would happen. But then I also get a little scared <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I, probably the shit would happen. But, you know, I have meditated and obviously lots of meditation, but there have been times where I'll get a transmission of things and I wasn't expecting it. And like, for instance, when I got the, when I was sitting down, I'm like, should I do a podcast? And I was like, I'll do some automatic writing. And sure enough, it was like, some high counsel that came through me and was like, yep, now is the time you you need to start this podcast because the whole world's going to change. And I was like, no way. Like you mean the podcast world, but no, they meant the whole world and they were right. 
So what do you think is our future as New Earth? Like, what does that look like? Well, New Earth has different timelines and realities. And I feel like everyone has a contribution and we have been activating our soul purpose for specific reasons. And what I like is that the newer co-creation is coming from people that they are bringing their unique skills and talents. And this is what I love about awakening and the fact that there is no competition anymore. And there is a deep understanding that we have this uniqueness and special gifts and our signature frequency is unique. There is no other Amy Stark on this planet and what you, how you are transmitting, how you are speaking, who you are. This is how you are contributing and serving. And I love this so much because in the whole paradigm, there was so much competition and so much struggle, empowerment. And I love that the new earth is actually created by us, by each and one of us, by taking our individual journeys and understanding that we can only create a new world by having this incredible embodiment of the value system and the value value system is compassion and cooperation and co-creation and reciprocity and alignment and sovereignty and integrity and authenticity. I speak a lot about authenticity and, and because I love how each and one of us, we are coming forth and we are bringing out the fruits of our essence. And these fruits are like so unique. They don't exist on planet Earth. Whatever you bring is so unique. And I love like this is how we are coming together. And this is how we are birthing these newer timelines by us understanding who we are, by connecting to our gifts and talents, by sharing it with the world and inspiring others to do the same. And it's creating this ripple effect at the consciousness level within the collective that is inspiring others actually to step into, to take the journey and step into their power and explore what their superpowers are or what yeah. their and to bring that and to not be afraid to be open and share share yourself with the world because the world needs us to be fully authentic and to bring our uniqueness. So the new world is co-created by awakened beings that are embodying this new value system and also they're very connected to their heart and soul. I love that the journey of awakening is the journey of the heart where we are coming back in our physical bodies, when we are connecting to the divine love that we are we have within ourselves, when we are embodying that, that love, when we are letting our Christ consciousness to flow through us, when we understand that we are here to help each other and we can only create a new world if we are co-creating with each other in unity and oneness and releasing separation consciousness because people are going to the dark dark night of the soul to actually connect their heart consciousness and eliminate or or dissolve the separation programming in their subconscious mind that is telling them they are not safe on, on, on this planet and they have to take different actions or fight for fight for their lives or fight to, to survive there is always a fight in the third dimension for whatever reasons. But mm -hmm. in the fourth and fifth dimensional consciousness, we are coming back to our hearts and we are feeling our bodies again. We are connecting and integrating our inner child, our divine masculine, our divine feminine. We come this inner union within ourselves first and we start to see reality and life through a total different lens of perception and from different perspectives. And we become more compassionate and we are able to embody that divine love within ourselves and we are able actually to make others feel how does that feel in the third dimension people are not connected to their bodies they are not connected 
their hearts, they are very much in their minds and they're operating from default programs. Mm -hmm. Everything is automatic there. And when you come back to your heart and you come back to your body and you start to honor your feelings and you start to understand that you are this amazing divine creative being, that you are here to birth so many things, to bring so many things to this planet, that the world can be a better place by sharing yourself and helping others to do that and be generous and be kind and care about others. It's like everything is changing like it's it's like a new frequency that is birthed within ourselves our consciousness is changing and then we tap into realities where there are all these incredible beings that they, they just want to help each other so the new world is always birthed from within and then at multi-dimensional level once we do this beautiful human work because we have to go through our humanness and embodiment and transformation and dark night of the soul and all of these layers and all these initiations for our human to actually surrender to the divine of who we truly are. In the same time, our higher selves is working on a multidimensional level with all other beings that are mission on this planet to co-create newer timelines. And our higher selves is co-creating the infrastructure, is architecting the infrastructure of the new earth and what is behind reality, behind the physical reality is energy. So there are all these beautiful star nations that are architecting realities and are constructing and are birthing realities from our desires. Our collective desire is creating a new world because it's how we actually create new realities from our desire in in experiencing a new life. So we are in co-creation, now our higher selves in co-creation with the star nations, galactic Federation, they are architecting new realities, and then we are receiving these downloads, we are receiving this information, and we are walking that path. And the new world as a as a, a physical place exists already in the fifth dimension. And the fifth, all these dimensions are here around us. It's, they are not in future timelines, they are here in the now. Everything exists in, in, in the now. It's just a matter for us to shift the octave of our frequency to get there and to experience realities that are more abundant, more flowing, more loving, where there are there's more kindness, more alignment, more synchronicity. And the more we shift into these realities where life is becoming better and better and better and better and better, and, better and nothing can take you back into into the duality, the density and the contrast. And you are actually, the, the more it's becoming better, you are inviting the contrast because, because you understand the nature of it and you are co-creating with it and you are excited to see how contrast is actually sharing and offering you a fuel for, for potentiality and transformation. Then we are all moving so much further within the quantum field towards this new earth realities where there is one as a new unity consciousness embodied, where duality exists, but it doesn't have any effect on us anymore, where everything is invited and everything is a perfect flow in the synchronicity with the universe. And the alignment that happens within the beings that are already embodying the fifth dimensional consciousness and there are on the new earth, because future versions of us, if I can say like that, are already there. We are, let's say future, because in the linear time, we are always... Right past, present, and future, but there are versions of us in the future now that are already there and they are helping us to walk this path, to close the gap between where we are and where we are and where we want to be. And it's a beautiful journey. And I see that as new earth is birthed from within, from the transformation of each individual, we are coming together as collective. And when you meet someone in, after you, you took the journey and you meet another being, took the same journey and there's so much alignment and so much synchronization and and so much beauty 
we start to actually connect to and relate to each other in a different way because that level when when you start to connect with someone the same frequency reality words there there is no need anymore for words there, there is divine love that is flowing that there is alignment there is no effort there, everything is flowing effortlessly because you know that you are co-creating your existence with the universe and the galactic councils and star nations and your higher selves and it's it's just a beautiful way of flowing with life and this is what is actually it's it's the difference between the new earth and the old earth because the old earth is very much on structures and systems and effort and struggle and duality and contrast we've learned those lessons and i feel like humanity is actually moving towards different timelines and realities when we are inviting ourselves individually inspiring to actually take a journey through our heart consciousness and it's so beautiful because this all these beautiful councils of light and galactic federation all the teachings technologies their advancement how they advanced through time and space and how they became so technologically advanced is, is because they took the journey of the heart they went into their heart space and everything they are beaming to us is to our hearts they never give things to our into our minds like everything is, is flowing through our crown chakra is going through our third eye and pineal gland and is activating all the glands in our brain and then it's flowing into our heart space and the transmissions that i receive from sirius mostly is through our heart consciousness it's like a lot of codexes of light that is flowing through the heart because the language of the heart is the language of love and i feel like in the future we are all going to speak this language mm-hmm. and all other cultural languages that exist they will suppress because they do, we will not need anymore in the future we will not need yeah we'll be able to communicate with with each other in ways that we didn't we don't need to learn a language if you know the language of the heart you can speak with anyone mm-hmm. so this is where we are moving more towards this type of connection and birthing these realities from inside out. I love everything that you're saying. <laughs> it's so true when when you meet someone who has done the work that you've done or the work that I've done, you just n- have a knowingness. It's sort of like I say like it's like gaydar, who's gay and who's not. It's the same thing. You just have this understanding and peacefulness when you're around people who have done their work and have shown up similar to what you did, you abandoned everything you knew. I mean, you were 15 years in, I was four years into teaching and I like abandoned it. And I was just like, I can't, I just can't do it. Like I have to come up with something else. Like I can't do this anymore. And like you, I didn't know what that meant and I didn't know why I was doing it, but I knew it was the right thing to do. So there is like that bravery that you recognize within another human being who's here to just serve. You're a beautiful soul here and you're sharing so much that's so great and what a unique experience that you've had and so much awareness around that experience because a lot of times people don't really have the words or ability to share in such an eloquent way and you do a great job of that. So thank you. Anything else you want to share with us? Like, do you have like one tip or tool that we could use to help elevate our consciousness? Taking time, taking time for ourselves and everyone is recommending meditation, but people don't know how to meditate. And I, I don't want to give like a tool for someone says like, oh, this is another thing that I have to do because people, when, when they try new things, it's like they're transforming into a project. But 
how we can actually connect even deeper is to stay present, like take moments during the day when we are fully present, be present with yourself, be present with your food, be present with your environment. Just just stop for a moment in silence. For me, silence is the greatest teacher because when we go into that space of connection, we actually start to see things from a different perspective. We start actually to see more because you know, what we are actually seeing and perceiving through our physical senses is just very a very small percentage of what actually exists within the space. So when when we go in silence, when we go within and when we meditate or just be fully awakened and aware, like open up your eyes and just look around you in a very slow way like nothing is rushed nothing is space where you can actually not let yourself to not think a thought at all for a couple of minutes and just stay in that silence that is an incredible point of connection there are so many realizations there are so many insights there is inspiration your intuition speaking to you that there are your guides speaking to you there is so much in that space available and actually you realize when you stop this is when you actually leave when we are running on this crazy treadmill of doing stuff, it's so interesting. I'm living in this in Honolulu, in this apartment, the 43 floor, where I am able to see the entire city and I see cars and everything. And I wake up in the morning and I'm, I'm looking at the world from my perspective here. And I'm wondering, are these people here like really thinking what they are doing? Is, is this quite making sense for them, that their existence to just go in the car, drive yourself to the job, do that job, come back home, see your kids for one hour, have a, like a rush dinner with your husband and pay your bills and then you start again. And it's like, it's just so limiting. And many people are actually going through this treadmill and you are in this cycle over and over and over again they don't even stop and they don't even think and they don't even want to think and when the weekend comes they just want to relax in front of the tv and or go a little bit in nature to rejuvenate their bodies and start over again i always ask people just stop for a moment and ask yourself it's like is how is this actually bringing value to your existence not to your not, not to your today life, not to your tomorrow, but to your entire existence. It's like, how is this actually serving you? Not serving others because you go there and do an amazing job for that company and you get remunerated, you, you, you get paid. But actually, how is this impacting you at a soul level? How is this impacting you at human level? When we start to pause, actually, we start to see things from a different experience and questions that we never asked before start we start to ask ourselves questions. There is like a spring of awareness that is coming through and people are like, whoa, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why am I doing this? How is this actually bringing value to my life? There are people start actually start asking these elemental, simple questions, foundational questions about their existence because life is short. Life is passing super fast. You are doing this for 40 years and without even realizing life is just gone in a second and then at the end of the life, you try to leave the retirement phase a little bit, but your body is a little bit weak and you can't do the things you were able to do before. So awakening also involves like this uh, big awareness of how we are actually meant to live our lives. And, you know, we can live our lives by just being present and enjoying every moment, like enjoying the sun, enjoying the elements, enjoying the presence, enjoying our beauty, enjoying our youth, enjoying what we actually have in this moment now, because this moment will never come back. 
Like mm-hmm. this is what people don't realize. They are living their lives for granted. They are taking everything for granted, but actually they don't realize that every moment that passes in your life is not coming back and it's such a unique moment. But when you are connecting to it, when you are giving gratitude for it, valuing it, when you are appreciating it, when you are so grateful to the universe that you can breathe, you can live, you can experience life, that you have an experience, you chose a life experience that is so unique. There are so many non-physical beings that they were not able to come in physical form and there was so much excitement for them to come. So we chose it for a reason, but if we don't find the reason, if we don't find our sole purpose, if we are not connecting to our essence, it's a story that is just flowing like a river very fast and then it stops. And when you look back, is not so much. What we are taking with us is just these moments, like we are taking the moments because we are living moment by moment. And I feel like for people to stop and actually go into that space of connection and silence and actually ask themselves the questions that they are ready actually to ask themselves to make from every moment a celebration of life because life is a gift, is a miracle and is something that we chose. It's such a beautiful, incredible opportunity to experience existence. When we go into that space and really, 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 we are grateful and appreciating it, we are living it. We Mm -hmm. are actually living it. And that's amazing. We will only remember moments and our bodies will only remember the, the, the memory of the moment. And that's what we are here for. We are living in moments, moment by moment. So this is what I would recommend. That was beautiful. That was perfect. I feel like lately I've been going through this understanding of time. And I've recently heard how many times more do you have to hang with your family, like your parents? Is it 18 more times? Is it 15 more times? Is it 10? And then I heard another way that somebody put it. It's like the majority of your childhood is the majority of the time that you will spend with your parents. And then also you only have 18 summers with your kid. It's like different ways of looking at this time passing. It's like 18 times. I'm like, did we do enough stuff this summer? Like, and we went 39 days camping across the country. Like, yes, okay, we're good. Like he's going to camp, like we're doing our thing and then we're going to do some more things. I'm like, okay, okay, we're, we're maximizing this. But it's it's interesting when you start looking at that and actually watching this alone show, 73 days they were in the wild. I mean, it felt like years, like the way they were talking, the way that they were struggling. And I kept reminding myself, okay, it was just two and a half months. As the time ticks by, you're like, okay, that was one month. It's amazing how time is not really real. And it, it, it can, as long as you start putting meaning to it, then it becomes more real. That was a great, great suggestion. So thank you for, for being on here and being such a beautiful light in this world. Can you please share where everybody can find out more about you and to download some of these amazing meditations that you have and classes and things like that? Yeah, so people can find me on social media, on Instagram, at Arcturians Channeling, on Facebook, Livia Devi, Livia Devi Global, on YouTube, Livia Devi Global, Telegram, Livia Devi Global. If you guys downloading on your phones, Mind Valley app, and you go into the meditation section and look after my name, you'll find free resources there. And oh, wonderful. Free meditations that you can access, which are amazing. Also on my website at liviadevi.com, there is a section free resources where you can find activations, meditations, very powerful stuff that will definitely help you on your day-to-day journey and also tools and some quantum tools that you can apply every day in your life, which I, I've seen that have changed people's lives and I've seen, I, I felt to share it with the world. So 
when you are coming and connecting to my content, you will always receive free activations, meditations, guidance. There is a lot, like a library of light available for you. We also have a beautiful tribe. All my followers are so amazing and they are all, all helping each other and connecting to each other. And we are, we are a family, global family, actually, that's all around the world. Many people that are following then are coming in my programs, working with me in Sourcey, developing consciousness, quantum leadership. So I feel like every everyone that is coming in my reality, we are part of this global tribe of global community of co-creating the new world, all awakened beings that are actually ready to just contribute in different ways, express themselves. So I'm very happy. Thank you so much, Ami, for inviting me today and allowing me actually to share my teachings, but also bringing this to the world and to your community as well. And we are all so connected within this web of light and we are always here to walk each other home and help each other. And it's just so beautiful when, you know, I'm connecting to you and I'm connecting to beautiful beings that are bringing this light and this Christ consciousness and the angelic realm in their bodies and different connections that are coming through. It feels like we are family when even connecting to you and with all other people that are coming to my reality, there are no strangers. There is this deep sense of connection that it can't be described in words and doesn't make sense in a logical way, but we are riding the same waves of heart consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. You are a blessing to this world. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show, website or other platforms, including text, images, audio or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.